Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Eh, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with easy-peasy loan approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. All right, we made it. It's the beginning of another month. Welcome to June 1st, 2022. It's a Wednesday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yep. We are here and present and accounted for. Big J, I think I speak for the entire Treasure Valley when I say, what up, man? What? I'm good. You all right? Yeah. Uh, we are excited today. We have our friends in red dropping by, if all goes as planned, right around noon. For a Corwin Ford Coors Light X session, that's going to be exciting. It'll be good to see those guys back in our, I guess, backyard, technically, over there in Studio One X, <laughs> rocking out acoustically before their show tonight at the Rev Center with, of course, Star Set, a couple of free X show bands teaming up and doing a nice little show for you, which is going to be a fantastic time. I promise you both these bands are great lives, so it'll be good to catch up with the entire crew a little bit later on today. If you want to keep listening, you should certainly do that. We're going to do it uh, live on the radio at around noon. And then, of course, if you'd like to watch these performances, it is certainly encouraged. We have the live stream going on the X's Facebook page. So one of the myriad of reasons for you to be following us on all of our social medias, right? Damn right. Today on the show... As we set the table, we are going to get a movie review from Big J. Deep House, it was called, right? The Deep House. We will talk about that if it's worth your time, as it was a movie that you selected, Big J, to watch and review today. So we'll make sure we take care of that at 7.30 today. Another shot at $200 with the X-Rock Double Dare happening. Yesterday, we uh, we tripped and fall before we could get the $50 question right. Let's see if we can't remedy that today and give away some cash. We'll, of course, let you know what the category is a little bit later on in the show as well. And other fun and excitement. That's on the agenda today. So let's get started with some music. Rage Against the Machine. Kicking us off. It's Gorilla Radio here on the X-Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Tell you this all the time, Big J. Cool things are happening in our community. And Special Olympics Idaho announced yesterday that 22 athletes and 36 total delegates from our state are going to be traveling to Orlando for the big Special Olympics USA game. That's where they're being held this year. Uh, They'll be traveling on June 3rd. The games begin on June 5th and go through June 12th there in Orlando. It's going to showcase more than 5,500 athletes and coaches from across the country competing in front of more than 125,000 spectators and supporters, they expect. Of course, uh, Idaho Special Olympics said that if Idaho athletes do end up qualifying at the USA Games, then it's time for the Special Olympic World Games. That's happening in Berlin, Germany, coming up uh, in next year. We always have a special place in our heart for Special Olympics because the big national event was here at one point, if you remember, back in 2007, Big Jake. 
Wow. Fairly big deal around this town. As a matter of fact, one of the first things I did when I came here was I volunteered for that because it was a really, really cool thing that I was very excited to be a part of. And so uh, great to see that. And uh, for the first time ever, the Special Olympics USA Games are going to be televised here in America. They're going to be on ESPN beginning on June 5th. Oh, that's awesome. You can also download the USA Games app and you can follow every single event as it happens live as they're streaming it on the app as well. Of course, you can also follow all the Idaho athletes on the Special Olympics Idaho website if you want to check it out. But a really cool thing that people are doing and getting to travel to, and it begins very, very soon. So you can cheer on some Idahoans from afar, or at least back home while they're in Orlando anyway. First game of the conference finals got underway in hockey last night, and boy, it was a good one, man. Lots of fun to watch. Colorado Avalanche ended up topping the Edmonton Oilers 8-6. Yes, that's a hockey score. Uh, defense uh, looked pretty good uh, early on and then went to hell in a handbasket. Uh, it tied like for it. the 10th highest scoring playoff game in NHL history. Uh, it was pretty impressive, but no hand tricks, Big J. Despite all the, the goals that were scored, only one person ended up having more than one goal. Game 2 is coming up on Thursday, but if they didn't like Game 1, at least it's going to be fun to watch. So we like that very, very much. Well, Big J, did you watch the new trailer for the Disney Plus film Pinocchio starring Tom Hanks? Uh, I did not see that yet, no. Tom Hanks is a Geppetto, and he makes a wish for... Uh, the Disney Plus thing went out of their way really not to show, show Pinocchio much, uh, as opposed to it being, you know, called Pinocchio. This appears to be a more Geppetto-centric story, at least in the trailer that they have put together. And I would argue, no offense to the way they're going, that maybe of all the characters in Pinocchio, Geppetto the least interesting. I mean, he's a, dude's a puppet maker, you know what I'm saying? But he talks in an accent. Uh, maybe, maybe. But uh, it will be interesting to see how they move that around or if they focus on it as much as the trailer makes it seem they do. But of course, you can give anything, you know emotional weight you can have a little bit of fun with it's going to come out uh coming up this summer but if you want to check out the trailer it is now available to see tom hanks in more makeup you love it. before we get too deep into the topic i probably should know something i think i know the answer but big j your daughters that you love very very much yeah uh, are they fans of your cooking? Because you had mentioned you do a majority of the cooking around the house. Are they fans of what you prepare, or do you feel like they eat it more out of obligation or just sure they don't want to make their own stuff? I mean, I think it depends on the dish. Okay. All right. Uh, some of your better dishes, then, in your opinion, that they enjoy? Uh, the spaghetti. Okay. The, the tacos, chicken okay. marsala, they love that. Like, they want me to make that on special occasions. Anything, like, uh, that you prepare on the grill, that you grill out? I know smoking is kind of like a trial <laughs> and not, error thing. Well, they're just not big, like, barbecue eaters. Okay, they're you not? You know, I mean, when they were kids, it was different. Like, when they were kids, they loved ribs and stuff like that, but not so much anymore, except for chicken wings. They love the chicken wings. And do you grill those out on occasion, or are they usually nah. prepared in another way? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but not big burger, hot dog, kind of you firing up the grill now, fans, Now, one huh? kid doesn't like buns, <laughs> okay. so, um, I mean... Yeah, nothing that would be extraordinary. Let's put it that so way. So then would you say that maybe you don't fire up the grill as much as maybe you used to or you would like to? Yeah, exactly. 
because uh, that I feel like uh, you would enjoy this. I found the story interesting, but I don't feel like it applies in your case. But uh, there are a lot of dads out there that, of course, enjoy doing barbecuing and consider themselves kind of uh, grill masters, if you will. You understand? Yeah. And from time to time, that is a skill. Usually, if you have enough passion about it that you feel like you're pretty good at it, it's a skill that you pass on to your children. You want to teach them how to be a good barbecuer as well. And then they found out as, uh, you know, there's lots of grills and barbecue shows out there, and one of them was putting together a survey, and they found that uh, 80% of kids right now, those that are that are uh, 22 years of age and younger, that have had their parents teach them how to grill, 80% of them say they are better at it than their parent. That they have... I they have they say that about anything, though. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Well, I didn't know. I mean, this to me is an overwhelming number. 80% of people saying, yeah, I can run, I can work that grill better than, than my parents. That's for sure. And they're the people that taught me how to use it. Uh, it was the same survey, however, that found that uh, 60% of kids out there say that they pretend not to or have no interest in cooking just because that way they don't have to help out and, and do it and cook it up around the family, which I feel is a really smart strategy. Probably works more times than it doesn't. And uh, I'm not sure if people get sick of it, but I feel like it's an interesting thing. They think they're better at it, but they just don't want to do it. Yeah, no, I've got one kid uh, who who doesn't have any interest in cooking at all. And it's not a feign because they they think that they're that they're good at it. They know they just have no interest in doing it. No, whatsoever. They'd uh, they'd like to have their stuff I mean, prepared like, for them. Like making ramen. Okay. They don't I'm like talking, that. and I'm not talking about oh, let's build a broth and create layers of flavor. I'm talking about taking some boiling water. Like they can't even take the time to boil a pot of water to make their dried ramen that comes in a package for 79 cents. Uh, they want to put it in the microwave. So, yeah, no, that's where <laughs> that kid's at. Okay. Barely does that. So you don't have to worry about that one thinking that, they, that yeah. they're better but than you. But Maddie, the oldest, in some cases, she is a better she is a better cook than I am. All right. Well, that's fair. For the most part. Then so. that's, that's good. I mean, uh, do you think she feels that way? Do you think she feels like she's a better cook than you? Uh, of course she does. Does she brag to you about it? Knowing no, how much no. you enjoy cooking. Okay, no, because then I'm good. like, hey, maybe you should get into the industry and do this for a living. And then she's like, no. All of a sudden, the interest It'll fades. It'll ruin everything for me. Okay. Love it. Love it. Uh, so just know that, once again, your kids think they're better than you at something and just don't want to do it. So hopefully that helps you sleep well. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, we got ourselves a movie review courtesy of Big J. Thanks to Streaming Dumbass yesterday. It's the X Rocks. <laughs> Yesterday, right around this time, you guys, via the TDS Fiber text line, selected a movie for Big J to watch and review for you for streaming. Dumbass, it is called The Deep House. That, of course, about the trial of Amber Heard and Johnny Deep, correct? No, 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 no. no. Then what is Might The well Deep House about, my friend? Uh, it is uh, about a couple who, uh, they are YouTube adventurers. So uh, they uh, basically, they're content creators and they go explore the world, pre- preferably haunted places and then you know put up on their you know that's what they do truly a movie for modern times yeah actually you know uh so the the gimmick and everything around this movie uh makes sense and and they wanted to do something unique and a different perspective which i think made the movie terrible is it like first person kind of stuff is that what you mean there is yeah there's definitely a blair witch element here to this that you just you'll never ever do it like it was done in blair witch because of all the stuff that was around that movie and and i i enjoyed that movie and i thought it was legitimately scary 
because of that. And this is the different kind of thing. So, yeah, you get a little uh, point of view type of thing, a POV that's going to happen in this. But the really interesting thing about this is is that it's underwater. Okay. So uh, the couple there, uh, there's this rumor about this uh, this town that's kind of uh, uh, in in France, and and they've had to flood some parts of their uh, of the area just because uh, to because it's always getting flooded, and so it's best just for safety for everybody uh, or some other nefarious reason that this area has been flooded, <laughs> and so. <laughs> they, you know, they put on their, uh, it, it, they make a big deal about the fact that, you know, uh, you need to be able to at least stay underwater for, you know, three minutes or so. I'm like, what the hell? Right. That's not cool, right? I mean, they don't have any breathing apparatus? No, they do. Okay. They do. But just an emergency situation, uh-huh. right? Like, that's really going to come in handy. And so they get down into this, and it, it's like a farmhouse that's uh, underneath this lake. And, and they go in, and they start, you know, looking around here because it's pristine, right? Like, it's just the way it is, except it's below water. And so you have all these jump scares and things that are happening underwater. And so it's... You know, it's interesting, but at the same time, the the premise of, of the, this whole thing of this house and it being haunted is really um, not that great and tired. And it just, I don't know. I just, I, re- I really thought it wasn't that great. Uh, is it subtitled? Because it takes place in France? Uh, there is some sub- subtitles. But it's yeah. not a foreign film. No, okay. no, it's not. And here's the thing. So, because now you watch stuff with subtitles all the time, That's right? That's all I do now, yes. You know what I hate about it? I wish you could move subtitles to where you want. I get that. Because they're, they're subtitles on top of subtitles. Yes. And then you can't see what they're saying because it's not, it's one of those things. Usually, but, I mean, if it's a decent production, they will remove the subtitles when there's already subtitles there, but it doesn't happen all the yeah. time and I can understand the frustration. Yeah, so uh, you basically you have these couple, this couple in this house. It's it's seriously haunted and uh, there is, uh, it, what happens is, is once they go in, there's no way out. They can't find a way out. Oh, and, it's like hotel California. Yeah, you've got a panic situation that sets in, and one of them, the the female, she's not a, as strong as a, a diver, and and so she's starting to panic. And then you have that t- t- up top of the mysterious stuff that's going on, and they start seeing. Bo- I mean, it's just uh, it's 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 an interesting thing because it's underwater, but then it, it really, I think, kind of stifles it a little bit, and it could be so much better. Is it played as more of like a straightforward kind of horror film? Yeah, 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 and yeah. it just doesn't succeed in that. Yeah, particular I world. don't think uh, I don't think it, it was too ambitious. Hard pass from Big J. Yeah, it was not that interesting. All right, uh, the movie is available on Amazon Prime. If it sounds somewhat interesting to you, but Big J says pass. No thanks on a movie called The Deep House, and it's not going to be worth your time. So sorry, no approval this week. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. I need you to go into your homes, look in your refrigerator or wherever you keep your fruit, take the strawberries and throw them on the ground, Big J. The strawberries? No! Health officials in the United States and Canada are investigating cases that there may be some serious outbreak of hepatitis A that's linked to organic strawberries sold to stores. The Food and Drug Administration announced the strawberries in question were sold between March 5th and April 25th. It's a pretty big window, Big J. Under the brands Fresh Campo and HEB. The agency wants the public to know that if they have any frozen berries purchased at this time, do not consume them, bro. Do not. It wow. would not be a good idea. Like I said, there's a pretty large window of things sold, so 
we have a serious issue in Quebec. Now, this is a, truly, I feel like it maybe I dodged a bullet because, you know, you never know where they get these. But I was uh, walking through the grocery store yesterday and I was in the mood for a salad and I almost grabbed a strawberry salad. That almost happened. And then I was like, oh, you don't like strawberries? There's a great, uh, it, it actually, strawberries on a salad is <laughs> delicious. Put some vinaigrette on there. It's really good. And I thought about it and it looked really good. And I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm going to skip that today. And I did, and I believe that was uh, nature's way of telling me to not eat salad, Big J, so we all won. I was able to get out. Well, good. I'm glad you got out of that. Yeah, so I'm hepatitis free, ladies. The Colorado uh, Avalanche beat Edmonton 8-6 to in the Western Conference Finals yesterday. Uh, it was a great game. That was a lot of scoring taking place during the contest. It's the 10th highest scoring playoff game in NHL history. And a pretty good run for Colorado, who was able to come back on Edmonton. The game, game two, is on Thursday. And if you were wondering how long it would take for another massage therapist to file a lawsuit against Deshaun Watson, the answer came yesterday as we're now up to 23 women who have accused the new Cleveland Browns quarterback of sexual misconduct during some massage sessions. Uh, the attorney, Tony Busby, who's representing all the women, say that he also has another woman jumping on board, so there will be a 24th case soon. The 22, 22 previous lawsuits were all fired, filed in 2021. Watson, of course, has denied any wrongdoing. Uh, Rusty Hart and his attorney said the uh, claims in the lawsuit are not true as well, so we will see, but this doesn't appear to be going away anytime soon, and we got a football season coming up. Deadline reports that everybody and their parents have watched volume one of the fourth season of Stranger Things as the numbers are through the roof. The streaming platform said it had its biggest premiere weekend ever with 286.79 million hours views. That beat out the second season of Bridgerton, which had the previous high at 193 million. Big J, you're a big Stranger Things fan. Have you partaken yet? No, we haven't because... It's the, everybody wants to watch it together. So, oh, even the wife likes Stranger Things, despite yeah, yeah. the scariness of it. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing. Well, that's for good. Sure, but that's good. But you got to find carve out some time to watch together, huh? Yep, that makes sense. And uh, are you going to plow through all of Hawaii Five before that happens? Yeah, we're oh, man. I'm trying to. I mean, we're in the last season, and so each episode, it's like, oh, I'm going to be sad. I think I'm going to wait until it all drops. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I did the same thing with Ozark. I waited until the part two of the season dropped before I watched all of it, and I think I'm able to avoid it enough now where I'm like, and I think we're like a month away from the second part of the, the season four dropping, so I'm like, I think I might just wait, and then just watch it all in one, you know, clean sweep and see what happens there. But it appears that you and I both are in the minority there. Everybody's watching already. Let's play VX Double Dare on 100.3 VX Rocks. Time has come for us to try to give away some cash. That is the idea anyway behind a little thing called the X Rock Double Dare. Let's welcome into the fold Caller X this morning. Her name is Katie. Good morning, Katie. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? We're hanging in there. Hopefully, we'll try to kick off this month with uh, getting you some money. That's the idea anyway. We've got uh, on the tap for you three questions. They're all about the same topic. They do get progressively harder, but we'd like you to get all three right because that way you walk away with 200 bucks. But it is double or nothing, and you can stop any time. But if you get a question wrong, Katie, uh, that means you get nothing, okay? Gotcha. All right. Let's go, Katie. Good luck. All right. For $50. In the song Scars, Jacoby Shaddock sings, He Can't Help You Fix Yourself, 
but at least he can say he tried. He then tells you to pound sand as he walks out the door. Name that band. Oh, can you repeat it one more time? Uh, in this song, Scars, Jacoby Shattuck sings he can't help you fix yourself, but at least he can say he tried. He then tells you to pound sand as he walks out the door. Name the band. Papa Roach. Yeah! Right! Yeah, it's $50, Katie. They're coming for X-Fest. Weird. You can take that money and you can walk away and we will not think any less of you. Or you can put it on the line and go for a $100 question. Keep in mind that the questions do get more difficult. What would you like to do? Let's go for it. Okay. All right, for 100 bucks, This Canadian band leaned on the pain from a breakup of their former lead singer, Adam Gontier, when they released the hit, I Hate Everything About You. Name the band. Puddle of Mud. Puddle of Mud? Wrong. It's incorrect, oh, yes. Katie. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm you so sorry. You said it with so much enthusiasm. Like, it was right. I almost wanted to say you're right. It, it is. It did, but unfortunately, the correct answer is what, Big J? Three Days Grace. Three Days Grace. Puddle right. Of mud, uh, not Canadian. No, no. Puddle of Mud from Florida. But we still love you, Katie. Uh, thank you very much for playing. Sorry we can't give you any money today, but maybe, just maybe, you can get through again as the knowledge of breakup songs from rock bands will come in handy with Jason Drew at 1230 today and Adam at 530 today. We want you to certainly win some money. So, uh, there there's a lot of rock breakup songs out there. It is a certainly a very vast topic. It's really the reason rock exists. It's true. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will do some We're Going to Hell action next on the x Rocks. You know it! The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The x Rocks. We are headed to Evansville, Indiana for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Nice. And a reminder that, guys... Drinking and driving is not okay. Nothing cool about it. It's a terrible decision. You could hurt yourself and others and change lives dramatically and drastically. And there are a lot of other options for you out there right now. It literally is the worst decision you can make. You are presented every time you have an alcoholic beverage is fine. But you're presented with like nine different options on how to get home at this particular point. All of them in the palm of your hand. The one that you should not choose is keys, okay? And unfortunately, uh, a bad decision was made by 30-year-old Jordan Mattingly on the th- the uh, Memorial Day. It was on Monday. As it was early in the afternoon, he was coming home from a friend's barbecue, and he decided he was going to drink and drive. So much so that around 4.40 in the afternoon, Big J, in downtown Evansville, he uh, kind of drove up on the median if you will in between the two separating the two lanes of traffic and crashed his vehicle into a tree in the median flat tire car started to smoke he clearly had himself a little bit banged up as well but he decided he didn't want to get pinched for drinking and driving and so he decided to keep going another bad decision compounded on other bad decisions this prompted at least five different people to call 911 to the scene of the accident of course at that point Uh, Jordan Mattingly had actually gotten his vehicle and decided to drive away, and that's when he had an idea, Big J. He knew he was on Main Street in Evansville, Indiana. He remembered hearing on the radio about a car dealership that will give anybody $1,000 no matter what condition their vehicle is in. And he's like, this is it. I can get rid of the evidence, you understand? And so with three tires on his vehicle, the front fender clearly banged up and him scraping and sparking down the rest of Main Street for about a mile and a half, he pulls into a car dealership and tries to get $1,000 for the SUV. 
Now, uh, as a credit to the dealership, Big J, they realized that, hey, this is probably a vehicle that was just in a crash. And oh, by the way, when Mattingly got out of the vehicle, he clearly smelled like alcohol. He was all banged up, and they're like, this is not a good idea. And that's about the time that police arrived on the scene as they followed basically the scrapes in the road into the dealership and was like, this is probably the vehicle that just got into an accident. Uh, The dealership also says that Mattingly smelled of alcohol and almost fell several times. Officers say that when they showed up on the scene, he tested a .291, which is over three and a half times the legal limit on their breath test, which is not good. And then inside the SUV, Big J, they found four open cans of Four loco and a can of of White Claw. Jesus. So he was hammered, basically. And so now Mattingly is facing several charges. So a reminder, you can't try to bring in your vehicle. I know they say push, pull, or drag, but it's not a good idea. Number two, man, you shouldn't have brought it to Team Mazda. You got double that. Hopefully that makes you understand what a great deal you're getting over at Team Mazda. These guys are offering up a thousand dollars. They're offering twice that at Team Mazda. Get on it. Nick, you ever have somebody get into your vehicle, like you're giving them a ride, a friend or something, uh, and they get in with a, uh, an open beverage? When I was like younger, yes, something. yes. It is the most uncomfortable oh, thing I in my life. I threw it out the window. I swear to God. I I'm took like, it out of his hand and I threw it out the window. I'm like, I'm not getting in trouble for and you, I bro. Mean, I mean, I'm driving, right? But I'm like, I, I I, can't feel okay with that being open in the cab of a vehicle. No, no, because you'll get in trouble for so it. So how do you get to four I don't freaking know. locos in a white cloth, man? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that happens. Uh, and oh, by the way, we have a celebrity connection in today's We're Going to Hell story as oh, well. His name yeah. is Jordan Mattingly. Does that sound familiar to you? Don Mattingly's son. That's right. Don Mattingly's 30-year-old kid. What an idiot. Former uh, manager of the Yankees and the Marlins. And the kid or Don Mattingly? No, no. The kid is not along for the ride. He's, He's just riding the crow tails. Yeah. No. Don Mattingly's the one with that on his resume. Of course, the former Yankee as well. Ball player. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. With Nick and Big J. Big J, if you have a dog, there are some facts that you need to know. At some point, that dog is going to have to go number two. You understand? Yeah. Uh, whose job is it around the Big J household to pick up the dog crap? Well, it certainly isn't mine. Does that mean that you're not doing it? Yeah, well, no. It's the kids' dog. Yeah, sure. It's them. And do they do a good job about it? Yeah, they do. They keep up on it. Wonderful. Because some people believe that because it's like poop that they think it's some sort of compost. You understand? But that's not necessarily true. With 78 million dogs in the United States, that's a lot of poop. And so the fecal matter is also loaded with bacteria that can make people sick. We're talking about E. coli, hookworms, salmonella, those kind of stuff. They can also pollute waterways. So... Picking up the poop and baggies lowers the risk of hurting other people and disease. Another option is to put the waste in the toilet to reduce plastic bags if you want to carry it around, if you have it in your house, that kind of thing. That's a way to do it, but it is recommended that you pick it up. Dog poop is not compost, and so get ready because you're hearing a lot of people say that, you know, it's they think it's good for the environment to leave it around. That's not true, and they want to remind you, Big J, pick up after your pooches. You understand? Okay. Even in your own yard. It's the smart thing to do. Colorado Avalanche topped the Edmonton Oilers 8-6 in the opening game of the Western Conference Finals last night in Denver. 
Uh, defense took a night off, the 10th highest scoring game in NHL playoff history. Despite all those goals, uh, JT Comfer of Colorado, the only player to have more than one. He scored twice. Game two is on Thursday. Really surprising nobody, Big J. It was announced this morning that for the first time in 23 years, somebody is gracing the cover of Madden 23 again. Any guesses as to who it is? Should be John Madden. That's the only choice, and that is correct. They're reusing the photo that was used in Madden 2000. Oh, literally, this is 10 minutes old. Yeah, oh, it okay. literally just happened. Uh, they were announced this morning they're going to do the full reveal tomorrow morning of what it's actually going to look like, but uh, they announced this morning that no athletes will be on the cover. It will be John Madden, of course, the legendary football coach passing away uh, earlier in last year. Yeah, so. curse that. That's right. Can't curse somebody that's already gone. So they're bringing it back, and it makes a lot of sense to me. I feel like that was the only choice they could have made and the proper one to certainly make. And so when you pick up Madden 23, it'll be John Madden on the cover. It's in the game. I know I know that maybe you're not, but I am starting to have a really weird fascination with this Barbie movie that's been announced. Hello, uh, Barbie. Margot Robbie, of course, starring as Barbie in the movie. Ryan Gosling is in it as well. Uh, Simu Liu, of course, is going to be in it, and he's talking a little bit about it, but they're putting it together like with the secrecy of a Marvel movie. He said, I'm used to being in these secrets because, you know, when I was in Shang-Chi, we couldn't tell anybody anything. He goes, it's even that way with this Barbie film. He said that uh, one of the things he had to do for the film was wax. And he says it hurts like hell, and he's got a new appreciation for the brave women who undergo it on a monthly basis. But uh, he says that the discourse online is what's giving him life behind this movie. He says, quote, with every casting announcement bit of news, they're like, what the hell's going on? And it's perfect. The less you know about the movie, the better. And that's kind of what has me into this Barbie movie. Well, plus, I, I read a lot of film blogs and kind of go into that kind of nerdy kind of thing. And I know two separate people whose work that I respect that have said this is literally the best script for a movie they've ever read in their lives. And so that gives me, like, what the hell are they doing with this Barbie movie? It, I have this curiosity about what they're going to do, how they're going to make it into a film, and what everybody thinks is so good about it. Of course, it's got some incredibly creative and talented people behind it, besides the stars of the film. You know, Greta Gerwig wrote and directed it, and she's got a pretty nice pedigree in the world of Hollywood as well. She knows what she's doing, so I feel like it's actually... I mean, I think this might be a good movie, Big J. And it feels weird saying that, but I think it might be. We'll have yeah. to see, of course. We're still plenty of months away from a trailer. They just got it started filming, so uh, we're not going to see anything for a while. But know that the buzz is up concerning the Barbie movie, and maybe we'll get Big J interested by the time it's over. Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yep, and we have tickets to uh, that uh, band tonight and Starset at the Rev Center. Going to be a hell of a show, so Red and Starset together. Uh, we'll get you set up. You just need to beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown. Pretty easy uh, thus far. 208-287-1003 if you'd like to go to tonight's show. Of course, the catch is you got to be able to swing by the radio station before 4 o'clock today to pick up these tickets so they do not go to waste as long as that fits in your schedule. Now would be the time to get on the phone and play a game with us. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Joshua. All right, Josh, you're up first. Good luck. What's the first rule of Fight Club, Joshua? You don't talk about it. Right. Don't talk about it. That's exactly right. Uh, let's see here, Nick. In the movie Deadpool, Wade Wilson teams up with Colossus. And what other member of the X-Men? In Deadpool 2? Deadpool. Oh, the in first the one. first Deadpool. 
Oh, 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 um, uh, she's got the long name. Uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. There you go. You right. Excellent, dude. Good job. In what movie does Tom Hanks say there's no crying in baseball? Uh, that's a league of their own. Right. That is correct. Nick, what was the first movie by Pixar to receive a rating higher than G in the United States? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, by Pixar, higher than G. I'm guessing it had to be PG, but which one would that be? Um, I'm going to go with Cars. Nope, it's not Cars. Wrong. Did superheroes. Incredibles? Yep, Incredibles. Right. Damn, good question. Congratulations, man. You got yourself tickets to go check out Star Set and Red at the Rev Center this evening, Joshua. Hang on one second, man. We'll hook you up with those tickets and make sure you have yourself a good time, and we will come back with some headlines. Those are going to happen next on the X Rocks. Big J, I present to you the following headlines. Stretch, everyone. I friggin' knew it. And that is annoying. Uh, that is annoying. All right, impromptu morning after poll. Big J, quickly, what is the most annoying type of airline passenger? Who do you not want to sit next to on a plane? Uh, oh, man, probably uh, an intoxicated person. Okay. Uh, listen, that's a great answer, man. Great answer. Uh, there's lots of options when it comes to, you know, annoying airline passengers, people that kick seats, uh, the somebody that reclines in your space, somebody that steals your armrest, maybe somebody that takes up too much of the overhead bin. But those are all among the most annoying airline passengers, but at least according to AirlineRatings.com, the most common complaint airline travelers have about their co-passengers, you don't smell good. Uh, B.O., having somebody that stinks that's sitting next to you, tops the biggest complaint list. 78% of people say uh, being smelly is the absolute worst thing you can do to your fellow passengers. I don't mind that answer either. Like Slider from Top Gun. He stinks. <laughs> the second most hated people on the plane, according to the survey, are unruly kids. Just any kids. What do you mean unruly? 69%. Sea recliners come in third. Armrest hoggers fourth. And then passengers with too many carry-ons, they come in fifth. But your answer is very good as well. Uh, the drunk person would be very annoying. Stretch everyone or I friggin' knew it. I friggin' knew it. Uh, if you order some sort of app that delivers food to you, you should probably not be surprised. But a very key part of the following survey was it was anonymous. But uh, they talked to 20,000 drivers who deliver for services across the country and found out 8 in 10 of them, 80%, admitted at some point in their uh, their job they did eat part of their customer's order. They've the stuck hell, a man. fry. They've done something. They have uh, tamp not necessarily tampered, but helped themselves to your food is what has happened. Eight out of ten. So maybe if you're missing like a burger or something, it ain't always the restaurant's fault. According to the poll of those workers, uh, they've done a lot worse than that, too. Uh, one in four drivers confess that they've hooked up with somebody while delivering food in their vehicle. How that happen? Well, how is that happening? I don't know, but they need to make a movie about it. One in ten have urinated on or near a customer's home while delivering. What the hell, man? Another 10% they've had to urinate in a bottle. Freaking bottlers are everywhere now all of a sudden, since we learned that term yesterday. And more than a quarter say they've had some sort of, quote, less than professional conversations with the people they deliver goods to. I don't even know what that means. I've never had anything but great 
Me too. I mean, I, I think it may be in order. Somebody forgot something, but but that's not on the driver because well, it's all sealed up and everything. Exactly. So. Usually there's a lot of sealing, and I think that's because of situations like this. There are now stickers that seal your del- delivery orders, so hopefully those come to you in that particular way. But not every single you know company and restaurant uses those particular precautions. So just know that exactly what you thought was happening. Wrap it up with Stretch, everyone. Uh, Big J, we are trying to get back in shape as a country, and uh, the pandemic is still screwing us over because three in four Americans have recently suffered an injury while working out. The survey of 2,000 U.S. adults reveals that nearly 7 in 10 of us abandoned our fitness routines during the pandemic. 88% are determined to return to their pre-pandemic form, but we're hurting ourselves in the process. Over half say that an injury is pa- of the past is to blame for them not getting into their favorite physical activities. 41% blame that they're still bummed out from the pandemic. Uh, of course, wearing masks during workout became a problem. Uh, worrying about going to the gym to catch COVID became a problem. And all sorts of things are happening. But we're just not, you know, used to doing that physical activity. So we hurt ourselves in the process, BJ. Yeah, that's why I don't exercise very hard. Because why? Because I don't want to get injured. I got you. Can I blame my hernia on the pandemic? Is that possible? Yeah. All right. Well, then take that. Way to go. Thanks a lot, jerk. Stupid guts. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all this stuff. That's the latest from Poppy Evil. Of course, they're in town coming up on August the 6th. You can grab your tickets now at xrock.com at the Knitting Factory. That's going to be a great show. It's the Morning After with Nick and Big J. No morning show pound for pound gives you more robot news than we do here. We're at the back up that claim, aren't we, Big J? Yeah, yeah. Two of our favorite things, actually, Nick. Robots and chilies. <laughs> All right. As uh, for the past couple <laughs> years, uh, corporate honchos at Chili's Grill and Bar restaurants have been working on a project to help employees. They call that project Rita the Robot. Rita they, the Robot? They recently unveiled Rita the Robot, which can be programmed to do mundane tasks and work side by side with the wait staff uh, to help out. Now, obviously, there is a growing uh, need for staff members at restaurants, and Rita the Robot has four primary tasks, Nick, when working at the American restaurant chain. Guiding guests to their tables, okay. delivering food, okay. carrying the dishes back, and singing a birthday greeting for celebrations. Oh, I don't like that last one. Uh, it should be also here uh, how to, uh, to to also make the chili queso. I was going to say, how long before they become set and it start throwing them at us? Yeah, no, I don't know about that. But uh, the robots, they, the Rita isn't autonomous, so they'll have to have a um, a restaurant person working with them. But it will hopefully help uh, alleviate some of the other tasks that they need to uh, to do. Uh, does it have a picture of Rita the robot? Do we have an idea of what it looks like? No, there's no picture here. Okay, I, now Rita, so Rita. I, ha- I kind of wonder: is it like a Rosie from the Jetsons situation, or is it just like a, I don't know, like a like a walking table? I mean, it sings. Listen, and and we're Does starting to all become <laughs> so familiar with uh, the idea of robots, thanks to Star Wars and their droids. I mean, that's really <laughs> all it is, right? And we can see that in the future, so you can kind of get an idea of what you're going to be dealing with. It's probably going to look like something like R2-D2 There is a, This is heading towards the realistic, I think, expectation that at some point when you sit down to a restaurant, especially one that's kind of like fast service, not necessarily fast food, but like a, like a bar and grill, like an Applebee's, a Chili's, a, a, that kind of thing that's not like a fine dining. 
mining experience that we are headed towards a fully autonomous kind of uh, waitstaff, you know, to alleviate staffing pressures and all that kind of stuff. It's going to be more and more automated. And so we have to be comfortable with basically it a fully robotic experience, Big J. Does that make you comfortable? I don't have a problem. I mean, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. If you go to a restaurant and it's all robots, do you tip? Question mark. Uh, oil? <laughs> I mean, there's got to some be somebody oil. back there still preparing stuff and setting it up with stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, no, but that, uh, that that would have to have a whole new protocol yeah. uh, for that because that is an interesting question. And, um, you know, I mean, I, I think we're still a ways away from, from having robots wait on us at, uh, at the restaurant. Yeah, but uh, certainly, we think, though. And Rita also got her name because uh, she makes apparently a pretty good margarita. Oh, I get it. Chili's margaritas. Right. She's an alcoholic. The robot servers were deemed successful in Chili's. Uh, the franchise ex- expanded Rita the Robot to 51 additional restaurants nationwide. So Do we have one here? Can we try out not the Rita? That I, not that I know of, but that would be pretty cool. All right. I just I, I want to get an idea of what this uh, Rita looks like. But uh, I'm all for it as long as it's functioning on all, you know, cylinders. And, again, doesn't become sentient to want to kill us. Well, I mean, I don't know how it would do that. but uh, that's That's a famous last words, my friend. Morning after with Nick and Big well, J. Mean, it's carrying dishes. We yeah, that they can throw. We got bad impressions. They're happening next on the X Rock. The X. Yeah, bad impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. Easy in, easy out. Location next to Idaho Center exit off the freeway, and we have a pair of tickets to a red and. Star set tonight at the Rev Center. These are our last pair of tickets. You should go and enjoy the uh, show tonight. If uh, you haven't won them, uh, you can still purchase them for tonight. It will be a great show. We'll get you these if you can figure out bad impressions. 208-287-1003. Once again, you got to pick up uh, by 4 o'clock here today at the radio station. That's when we close. We do not want these to go to waste. So... As long as that is within your timeline, then get on the phone and play a little game called Bad Impressions, which works like this. Big J has three clues revolving around a celebrity. If you can figure out who that famous person is, then you've got a concert you're going to tonight that you will thoroughly enjoy. Hello, The X. Hey, did I get in to win the ticket? You're going to try, my friend. What's your name? My name is Greg. All right, Greg, you're up first. Good luck. Greg, I famously love avocado ice cream. What? Um, and this is impressions, right? Yeah, yeah. I have a method for being the oldest QB in the NFL. It's the TB12 method. You know what? I'm stumped. (laughs) You got one more clue, Greg. I won seven Super Bowls, six with the New England Patriots, and one with Tampa Bay. So, uh... Tom Brady? Yeah, wow, you see, you got it. You put it together, my friend. There you go. That's yeah. all we needed. Good job, brother. <laughs> Star set and red tickets are yours, man. Hold on one second. We'll hook you up with that show for tonight. Why is Thomas Brady in the news? It's young guns versus the old guns, Nick. Tonight, or I should say later this afternoon, the match, the golf match happens between uh, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and uh, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes. All right. Are you going to be watching? Uh, you know what? I'm going to have to check it out a little bit. TNT is where this will be happening, and uh, live coverage begins at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. So uh, I, I don't know if that means there's going to be some extensive pregame trash talk situation. but I feel like, and uh, listen, I could be wrong. I didn't watch the first match. I'm not going to watch this one just because I don't have access to it. So it's not that big of a deal to me. But I feel like 
the personality of Peyton Manning is going to be missed in this particular uh, matchup. I feel like he brings a lot to this kind of stuff because he is not currently attached to the NFL. And also, he has a personality. As much as I enjoy uh, the work of some of the people involved in this thing, none of them would I consider to be incredibly personable or, uh, or or really good at that kind of stuff. So we'll see what happens. I mean, listen, I'm sure it's going to do just fine. Anything NFL-related does. But uh, I wonder if it's going to be as fun as the first one was, I guess, is my point. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think all of them have uh, some personality, so... I mean, especially they're going to be trash-talking to each other. That's the thing. Yeah, they've been doing most of it, like, now prior to it, but all of it has been, like, meme-based, I guess is my point <laughs> thus far. There hasn't been a lot of yapping going on. It's been a lot of uh, bleep posting on social media, which is fine. But we'll see how that translates to the fun that is the actual broadcast. And again, listen, they bring in a bunch of people to write this stuff, too. So I know they're coming in prepared. Uh, I know they're not messing around. But it should be a fine broadcast. What time does it start? 6.30 Eastern time, so 4.30. Enjoy it. It's on TNT if you'd like to watch professional football players golf. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the x Rock. <laughs> X-Fest art is falling in reverse. That is zombified here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Wrapping up today's old show. Thank you very much for tuning in. Big J could not give the seal of approval to the movie The Deep House, which was available on Amazon Prime. He said, not a good horror movie and to avoid it. So hopefully you follow his advice. We did, however, attempt to give away some cash today. Failed at that as well. Uh, at another $200 uh, that we just couldn't quite do it. But maybe Jason Drew and Adam Cam with the X-Rock Double Dare at 12.30 and 5.30 today. Rock songs that are about terrible breakups, your category. Uh, we also had a chance to make sure you know that, yeah, sure, you can push, pull, and drag it in for some trade-in value, Big J. But make sure you're not trying to cover up the evidence of a drunk driving accident uh, and hammer yourself when you try to do that. Yeah. It does not work. Just a heads up. But that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, we didn't get a chance to cover this. Happy birthday to Tom Holland. It's his birthday today. 26 years old. Happy birthday, Tom. King of Spider-Man. Uh, I, you did not enjoy Uncharted, right? No, it was okay. But not, not great. I mean, it was fun. It was a fun movie. I thought you said it was not worth me seeing. Because you already had reservations about it. I had reservations about the casting. I wasn't sure about Mark Wahlberg. I said you could wait for it. I mean, you should see the movie. I will. No, I will. I'm just, I'm I'm trying to think, because you've seen a couple of Tom Holland things that you were kind of lukewarm on, but obviously you love Spider-Man, and I'm wondering uh, if, I was going to ask you what your favorite Tom Holland non-Spider-Man movie was, but I wasn't wondering if you could even come up with one. Uncharted. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And even that's a lukewarm at best. But uh, happy birthday nonetheless to Mr. Holland. How will you celebrate? I imagine you brought it up for a reason. No, I just did. You're not going to have like a Spider-Man movie marathon? But no, no, I won't. I won't be. All right. Well, then uh, as as much of a shout out as we'll give anybody, I suppose, for birthdays. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Nikki Glazer. She's coming to the Rev Center on June 9th. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Great seats were just released. So check out a very funny lady at the Rev Center coming up on the 9th of this month. It's going to do it for us. Jason Drew's coming in next. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the (laughs) X-Rock. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.